Hey everybody, welcome to Storytime with Shade. Um, we're just going to continue the Door in the Woods this week with just one more chapter. Hope you've been enjoying it so far, and here we go. Chapter 8 When the car doors closed, they both locked them and turned towards each other, eyes wide and panting hard. Jay spoke first, saying, Fuck, man. I almost didn't come back for you. Sam took a few seconds to process this before saying, Wait, you left? Well, yeah, but I came back. What the fuck, man? What was that? Jay looked at him apologetically and said, I swear, man, earlier your dad was there. I've seen some weird shit in that doorway. Never anything like that, though, and nothing that's ever come through. Sam was at a loss for words. He was still reeling from what had happened and was still struggling to wrap his head around it. It unnerved him still that he was unable to run away until Jade intervened. What if he hadn't have come back? What would have become of him then? Well, thanks for not leaving me, I guess, Sam said, still catching his breath. Yeah, of course. He sat in silence for a few minutes, processing. Eventually, Jay started his car. Do you want me to take you home, or...? It was Friday, and Sam didn't need to be home. His mom might worry a little, at first, but after a little while, she would probably be too drunk to remember she even had a son. He was thinking of bringing his mom here, but after what he had just experienced, he wasn't too sure that would ever be a good idea. As they pulled out of the forest and got back onto the road, Sam said, I don't really have plans. I don't need to be home or anything. Jay thought about this and nodded. Then he said, So, like, you want to hang out? They decided they would go hang out for a little while at Jay's place. It seemed that Jay was more comfortable bringing him there than he was going to Sam's, which was fine with Sam. He wasn't exactly embarrassed by his drunken mess of a mother, but he wasn't too eager to show her off either. When they arrived, and Jay pulled his car into the driveway of his house, Sam was once again surprised, and felt a little odd about how he had always interpreted Jay, because it was a nice house. Sam wasn't poor by any means, but fit pretty well into the lower middle class bracket. Luckily, his father had saved, and his mother had collected a sizable amount of money from his insurance, otherwise he was sure they would be much worse off. Jay always had the look, and more importantly the demeanor and attitude, of somebody who had struggled growing up. Sam had always assumed part of said struggle was money. He now realized how wrong he was. Those jeans were often tattered, his car used, but to his credit, clean, and his backpack and coat, which he wasn't wearing today due to the warmer weather of late, was often covered with buttons and pins spouting slogans like fight the power and question authority. It seemed Jay actually came from a pretty well-off family. There must have been a look on Sam's face that about said as much, because Jay turned to him and said, What, not what you were expecting? Sam struggled for words and was blabbering something along the lines of, 
No, no, not at all. Th that isn't it. When Jay said, Yeah, I get it. I, I don't exactly advertise this, but my dad's rich. A lot of people often interpret that as I'm rich, but I assure you I'm not. Anyways, come on. As they got out of the car, Sam said, well, What does your dad do? He owns the funeral home. And man, I gotta tell you, death as a business is kind of booming in this town, you know? Jay's father wasn't home, which was oddly disappointing because Sam was curious about him and was interested to meet him. He led him through the house quickly, though it was big, at least double the size of his own house, and upstairs to his room. There was a no-entry sign pasted on the door, and when Jay and Sam went through, he closed the door behind them and locked it. Reflex, he said to Sam, shrugging. I don't like my dad snooping. Sam looked around and again was shocked at what he saw. It wasn't quite what he was expecting. Clothes on the floor, a big TV, posters of rock bands. Instead, it was a neat, tastefully simplistic room. A large bookcase took up one whole wall and was filled to the brim with the likes of Stephen King, Dean Koontz, Peter Straub, and others. One corner held a desk with a computer, the other a bed. The most interesting thing of all, though, was the large cork board next to his computer which seemed to hold newspaper clippings of deaths as well as many obituaries. Some were scratched out, some linked to others with a black string, like a detective movie, although those were usually red, and others still circled in a thick red marker. Near the bottom of the board, Sam noticed his father's obituary, and his father's name, Frederick Mackay, circled in red. Suddenly the pieces clicked into place and Sam looked wide-eyed over at Jay. Yeah, he said. And these are just the ones I know about, too. Especially after today, I feel like there's a lot more than these names that I just kind of haven't seen yet. At first I thought it was a window, you know? You could look through and get a glimpse of the afterlife or you know, something like that. For a while now, though, and especially after today, I'm kind of thinking it's more like a door. And that maybe something just figured out how to open it. And that is it for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, as always, uh, subscribe. If you haven't already, go ahead and review or like on whatever platform you listen to this on. And stay tuned for more uh, next week. Until then, have a good one.